Quit listening to Beyonce. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hi, Workwives. This is Paisley from Outside Santa Fe. So I want to make moves and I definitely want to make more money, but I just don't think I'd be good at managing people. In fact, I just, I really don't want to manage people. But managing people seems like the only way to move up. And from what everybody tells me, it seems like I, I need to manage people if I want to grow. Do you think there's any other way to get ahead? Hi, Paisley. This is a great question. We really love this question. I think we talk a lot on this podcast about leveling up your career through soft skills, mm-hmm. right? And and being paid to think. And, and that typically happens through people management. That's how you become upwardly mobile in corporate America. And that's because it happens faster and it's generally easier for people to get ahead quicker. But that does not mean that using your hard skills to get ahead is out of the question. Yeah, there's, there's definitely more than if, oh God, we're back to this. Now, there's more than a few ways to skin this cat. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst little metaphor. I hate it. Throw back to last year. Yeah. But like, yeah, you, you do have this ability to make one hard skill, which we're, we're going to call managing people soft skills and, and a tactical executional thing, a hard skill. You do have this ability to make that your career and make a really, really, really decent living doing it. I don't even want to say decent, like a really successful living doing it. What this does mean for you is on the plus side, like, it's a great way to keep your job in that 25% box that we like to keep our jobs in. Amen. Right? I love that. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, it does mean also that you're going to have to work a little harder for those promotions. Yeah. At, at a certain level, you're going to have to fight for every dollar you have. But mm-hmm. like, guess what? We figured out how to do this for you. Are you getting more out of corporate America? I, I know I am. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Those words are ridiculous together. Rating would be the stars. Review would be the words. Subscribe would be like hitting the button. The follow button. The like whatever Apple's changed. It's now like a follow. I don't know. Oh, on Spotify it is follow still. Okay, follow. Follow us on Spotify. What is it on Apple? It's a plus in the top right corner. Plus us on Apple. Thank you. Okay, (laughs) Google plus. (laughs) R.I.P. Good riddance. Mm, True. Basically, first thing to keep in mind, if you're trying to grow your career without managing people, is you have to be good. You have to be very good. Like, you cannot be the jack of all trades and the master of none. You have to be the master of the one. That's, <laughs> there's a Lord of the Rings reference in here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you you have to do it and you have to know you're good. Like, there, there's some amount of, like, proof in the world. Like, you've put yourself out there enough. You've been around the block enough that you know you're excellent at this. You've got a lot of validating points from mentors, champions, managers mm-hmm. internally. And externally. Nice. Like, just everyone and their mother knows that you're the goat at this, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> part of that, you know, part of getting those proof points does involve soft skills. So you're not completely off the hook with the soft skills. You have to not only be good and know you're good, 
but talk about how good you are. <laughs> this is Helen's favorite piece of advice. She uses it in every episode. If you're good in a forest and nobody knows about it, are you really that good? <laughs> exactly. We, we joke about this, but we're serious. You cannot just sit in a dark hole somewhere and execute the rest of your life. If you want to do that, you should probably go into academia. And I say that wanting to be a professor. I feel like that wasn't a diss to all my academes out there. Right? Okay. <laughs> like, like you have to be good and communicative about your goodness. A hundred percent. It worked. It worked for me. You know? <laughs> okay. So that's the first thing, Paisley. Second thing is, it's kind of like part B of that is not only do you have to be good, but you have to be so good that they can't find anyone else like you. You have to be irreplaceable. Yeah. Quit listening to Beyonce. You actually are irreplaceable. Like you are the only one by a mile or two or three in the company who could do what you do. And there's no one else even in your town or your city that could even get close to you. And this, this is going to require a lot of work on the outside work time to get this skill set to where it needs to be. But your biggest bargaining chip after a certain dollar amount is to be able to say, I'm going to leave for a higher dollar amount unless you're willing to keep me. I want to stay here, but I've gotten, let's call it an offer because you're an Ask Your Work Wife listener, which means you're interviewing all the time. <laughs> and that that's how you're going to level up on money on the back end of this. Because on the side, on your free time, you're doing your side projects, your continuing education, your hustle, whatever it is, your freelance work or the equivalent in your field to level up your skills so you can go out and get those other offers. 100%. Like you, you need to keep exercising that muscle and making sure that you're refining what you're doing. Cause like if you're, if you're sitting in a corporate space and you're only executing on one thing, what they're asking you to do. Yeah. You can be very good at that. But like, that means that the company can always train someone to be as good as you or even half as good as you. That's all they need to get the job done. But if you're bringing in this extra skill set from outside and leveling all the way the fuck up, then, then they really can't replace you. Because no one else is doing exactly what you're doing on mm -hmm. the side. And that's exactly the sentiment we want your management, your champions, your mentors to have about you, which is there's no one else that can do what she does. And that means internally, externally, you're far and away the only person who can do what you do. Absolutely. And I think to Holland's point about communication, you'll want to let your management know that you're doing some of these extra things on the side. We had a person that we worked with as a mentee who she was a graphic designer and she always, every October she was participating in Inktober. Inktober is a challenge created by Jake Parker in 2009 that he, he just started to improve his own um, inking skills and develop positive drawing habits. And since then it's grown into this like worldwide thing and like thousands of artists take part in it every year. And it's like, it's not like for any profit or anything. Like it's one of those things where like, this is a hobby that's not getting monetized. So I don't understand it, but like <laughs> it's a cool thing that artists do. <laughs> so the thing we challenged her to do was to tell people about it. And she started with graphic design because like designers can like share stuff with each other like this without it coming off as braggadocious. And because she was like doing all of these like hand drawn ink things every day and she'd post it in Slack and let everybody know like that was her communication that she was continuing to work as an artist, not just slapping labels on packages. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And like that brought VPs out of the woodwork to say like, hey, I need some hand drawn things. I need some animation. I need some this. I need some that. And everyone who walked into the graphic design office looking for some kind of extra special art skill knew that she was the person to talk to. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. That was the coaching plan for her. And she like nailed it and only took one month participating in something she was going to participate in anyway and talking about it. Like that's what we're talking about and doing these like extra projects on the side and communicating about it. Damn. Bring it. Love it. 
if you're if you're in the non artsy side of things, like <laughs> where the rest of us live, um, and you're in like the engineering programming thing, like there's there's th- there's competitions like like hackathons, right? So this is something that programmers are super into. Just winning a hackathon once a year, awesome. Don't practice on your own company, but like but like just saying like yeah, I was able to like write code quickly in a security breach or talk about a security breach or like what whatever the thing was that says oh they're better than what we're asking them to do. Right. So one, maybe we should give them more to do. And two, like, ooh, we want to keep them. Because what if we need someone to, like, work on their security programming at some point? You know what I mean? Because they're an irreplaceable asset to the team. 100%. Now, I I will say something about this. (laughs) This is going to require you to be very cutthroat. You do not want anyone anywhere near you as far as the skill set goes. So if you're the type of person who likes to share... (laughs) (laughs) help yeah. give advice yeah coach people teach people this path is not for you you should be people managing but if you're a person who has has a bit of an ego and I'll support that in this case <laughs> um that's okay that's how you're going to succeed at this path it's competitive it's very competitive it's very cutthroat like you want to keep how you do these side projects and how you find them and how you get into these competitions to yourself it's going to be hard because you cannot talk about it while it's happening. You can only talk about it after you've dominated. Paisley, um, one last thing to note, if this is kind of how you see your career shaping up, is that you're going to have to be very selective about what companies you're working for. Mm -hmm. Typically speaking, because you're going to be in that hard skill all day long, it does require a big enough company to require one whole person to do that thing all day long and be worth what you want to be paid, Mm -hmm. right? Or it may be possible that you could go work for an agency within your industry, right? Where you're you're doing that same type of work, but ultimately serving multiple companies. In fact, our agency just got approached by a, like a programming house. It's kind of like an agency for Uh, programmers, which is kind of wild. So like if you have a project and you need a thousand engineers to complete a project in a month, they will source that for you. It's so cool. It's amazing. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is a cool model. So like yeah. it exists not just for creatives. It exists for all kinds of types. Yeah. So an agency situation might be good. Yep. What you're not looking for is a startup scenario. No. They need the jack of all trades, master of none. Just enough to get out the door. Yep, exactly. They need people with like multiple hard skills that are willing to do it all. So <laughs> Lots of soft skills that can just sell, <laughs> sell the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> we need more money. <laughs> what do we do with your million dollars? I don't know, but it was amazing. Paisley, I'm excited for you. Honestly, like this sounds like you really know what you want. It sounds like you're, re- I hope you're really good at what you do. Yeah, hope so. <laughs> if not, it's time to go find some education about it. <laughs> yeah. Go get it, girl. Go get what you want. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. Quit listening to Beyonce. Like, actually, listen to Beyonce. (laughs) You are irreplaceable. Yeah. What is that song? Quit thinking you're irreplaceable. That's what the line is. Right? Well, please. So don't you ever, for a second, get to thinking you're irreplaceable.
So quit listening to Beyonce. You actually are irreplaceable. Like you, you are the only one by a mile or two or three.